Today's February 19th. We're getting all the pics and videos we're asking for. This guy lost weight. This guy gained weight. Blah, blah. Packed episode today. Let's get into it. It's the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that my name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? You, uh, you're still muted. The mute button still is muted. wonderful. The mute button. Yeah, man, it's, it's great. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Listen, you, you see in all these videos and everything going around and I mean, I haven't seen quite as many as you have. I haven't had a chance to. I was watching MLB Network the other day. <laughs> Dude's like, Shohei Otani's taking 26 swings today. He's hit 13 bombs. Bro, the analysis said, yeah, but is he hitting any backside line drives? This is spring training when you work on things. <laughs> I, I looked at the TV. I was like, is this guy crazy? Like, he's not even having official workouts yet. Go out there, hit some daggum dingers, and get the fans excited. <laughs> Hitting backside line. Yeah, eventually in spring training, you're going to work on backside line drafts. Not yet. <laughs> we don't even know if you can hit a ball because you just had Tommy John surgery. Go hit us some dingers. <laughs> That's good. That's Jeez good. Hey, Louise. it's spring training, man. Get excited. Um, Hey, right out of the gate, we like to... We like to share certain things here right out of the gate. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put up a picture. Um, my daughter, Keely, who talks at the end of our episode, she comes to me with a new picture that she had drawn just out of nowhere, right? And then later says, hey, can you show that on your podcast this week? <laughs> and of course, <laughs> you, know, you say 100% I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So she she drew the Pirates logo, right? And she had us a mm -hmm. little part that says Pittsburgh Pirates, for those who are just listening. Pittsburgh Pirates, every letter is is black. The first one's black, then gold, then black, then gold, all that stuff, right? And then on the back even puts the podcast name there <laughs> just to do it. So That's awesome. Yeah, really awesome. So this one gets uh, set up over here. Yeah. Right, right behind yeah. my Henry Davis card. Uh that E step gave me. Nice. Should get a t shirt printed, right? Of that? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool, huh? Yeah. Just put be. that on a t shirt of just like her. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, what about five and a half, six inches of snow here? Just, <laughs> just. Oh, that sucks. Wild. Yeah. What's your temp? Ah, uh, it's actually a little chilly today. It's forty-five uh, today. Forty-five. It's fourteen it was... here, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh wait, you know? it just updated to thirteen. <laughs> Let me see here. Yeah, it's forty-two. Feels like thirty-five right now. It was up to fifty-four. It was a little chilly day down here. Yeah, we just got dumped on, and so I I had posted a picture saying like, "Man, dreaming of baseball right now." <laughs> and the good thing is, is 
I got all, like all the videos, all the pictures, all you could want, just flooding Instagram and mostly Twitter and stuff like that. So awesome, awesome things. Seen a lot of guys. There's a lot of hitters there already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hitting yeah. bombs. <laughs> As they should be right now. Not working on backside and bunting. Come no. on. There'll be time for that. No, it's day one. We want bunt drills. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even having official workouts yet. Bunt. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it's great, though. It's great, though, getting to see everything. You know what's cool is I'm watching it a little bit different. Um, never been to spring training, right? But we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going here in like it's a week. To hit. It's supposed to hit 80 degrees while we're there. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm looking at the videos different, I think, because I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be in that. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> yeah. that's been really cool, I guess, when you're thinking about it and you're thinking about going down there. I'm excited, dude. I'm pumped to go down there. Oh yeah, me too, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. So a lot to get into, man. Funny, you know what? I'm gonna do one more quick funny story about yeah. Bradenton, because you know I was at work the other day, and and this lady who starts talking to me about some chocolate stuff. I'm not gonna go into detail about that, but she said a local chocolate shop oh, in yeah. Bradenton, like she lived in Bradenton. I was like, oh, I said, should I stop in? I'm gonna be there in a couple of weeks. She's like, what are you going there for? Pirate Spring Training. Oh, my nephew is Paul Mahalam. <laughs> I'm like, hey, wait. dude, that's awesome. What is the uh what's the chocolate shop again? Uh Douglas Smith Rich's, Rich's chocolate. Douglas Smith, you gotta Rich's? let us know let if me, you've been there. Let me let me let me look here just to make sure I'm not yeah. Richie's fine chocolates of Bradenton. Richie's fine chocolate. Hey, dude, we're gonna do here. Let's do this. Ever been to Richie's fine chocolates? Uh, rating. I mean, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna stop. You know. Oh, Why we're gonna stop not? either way. But Why would I, you not? Let's just see if I get like a live. Like he's gonna join the show <laughs> in a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> see if he sends something back to me, and then we'll update as we go. But anyway, uh, yeah, lots to get into here. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> signings, which we knew was gonna happen because there's ten thousand people still available out there. Hmm. Of course, the internet, uh, at least the Pirates' internet, broke this week with all the trade rumors and rumors <laughs> of a sign and all these different things. Just a wild week for for Pirates' social media in general. Um, man, I don't know. Right, look at that. Already an update. We don't even have to believe the segment. No, <laughs> sir. Uh, we are kind of all about restaurants and breweries. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll tell him I will let you, I will let him know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we, yeah, we've got a lot here where there's, there's the signings, there's the rumors, there's the craziness. I've got a couple things that I need to clear up from last week. <laughs> uh, and we want to okay. talk about what we've seen so far. A couple of things that, that there's been a lot, dude, there's been a lot of news. I know we said last week, oh, we'll talk about the position group uh, next week, and we will. We'll get into that, too. That's another thing. We want to talk a little bit about that. It's been something that we've kind of talked about all off season too. 
But we mm-hmm. got a fair amount of news this week or non-news or maybe news. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that happened this week that we want to try to touch on. And a couple things that that I'm going to, uh, I guess, just, you know, we'll just do some quick hits as we go through. So sure. uh, let's get into everything. First thing, I guess the first thing I'll do is, uh, th- so the the notes, uh, Jake follows along on the notes. We we kind of keep the same note page for each other. And it's out of order, dude. I'm going to mess you up a little bit. But a couple nice. things from last week, just to say, okay? When we were talking about CSN and I said, did you say that you wanted him to sign to the Mariners? And <laughs> I got called out for that because it was Yark. And he's like, oh, he just forgets about our conversation. <laughs> so, Yark, <laughs> I, I would apologize for forgetting it was you, but um, I don't want the expectation to be that I will remember things. <laughs> I don't it's want what we you, do, man. I don't want you to expect the next time I'll remember. So let's make a deal. You keep calling me out on it, and that's the way we'll handle that. <laughs> <laughs> when I forget. <laughs> so I'm fair with that. You can you can bring it on because I I'm fine with that stuff. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get like uh <laughs> offended by you saying that it was you. The other thing from last week's show, a little more on the important side, I guess you could say. Um friend of the show and all pirates podcasts and fans and everything is Ethan Hulahan. He set me straight on one thing here. Um, as well as a bunch of people like he, there's a lot of people who were saying that on Tuesday, four guys go to the 60 day injured list. You get four guys opened up on the 40 man roster. A couple things on that, just so the information is spread even further because I said it. So it's unlikely Mike Burroughs gets placed on the 60 day injured list. Uh, in order to do that, they would have to keep him on the active roster, which would pay him MLB money and uh, service time. So it'd be kind of mm. stupid uh, in, in, a, in a sense, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to do yeah. that. Uh, obviously, it'd be great if he got paid MLB money, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're starting a, <laughs> the service time thing, which right. obviously right. gets, you know, whatever, but it's just not, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the right thing to do uh, or the smart thing to do, rather, uh, in case somebody thinks that would be the right thing to do, but... He doesn't have MLB service time, and because of that, they can just option him. You normally can't option an injured player, but because he doesn't have service time, it's in the rules. That's something you can do. You can option him even though he's injured. Place him on the minor league 60-day. That's fine. He'll still use a 40-man spot, though. That's the that's the caveat to that. So really, you only get three okay. spots available. Also... Um, you don't just place three guys on the 60-day IL. It has to be made with a move. So um, we signed Yasmani Grandal. Oviedo goes on the, you know what I mean? Uh, or I think it was, was it Oviedo or Andy? I forget what actual. I thought it was Brubaker. Okay. I actually probably have this pulled know. up. Yeah. Because there was a couple of them, right? Grandal, Andy went on the 60-day. Josh Fleming will get to those signings, Oviedo. So Brubaker actually isn't on there yet. He's not on the on the 60-day gotcha. yet. And that's just because you have to have a move in order to do that. So that's interesting. I didn't realize that. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know that about all that either. I just assumed you put them on the 40 or on the 60 day and then, you know, you could make another move at, at any point in time. I didn't know it was like a yeah, hand in hand type deal, which maybe makes sense when you think about it and you say like, oh, well, this guy was injured. He's been on he's on the 10 day or whatever the whatever the I.O. is right now for depending on pitcher or position player. Mm-hmm. And then later it's like, hey, we've recalled this guy. This guy goes on the 60. You know what I mean? But he yeah. does. You don't have, you don't put him on the 60 unless you're recalling a guy. So kind of interesting there. Uh, but we wanted to clear that up. So let's get into some of these transactions. The first and foremost, I think the most notable, the most uh, impactful one, I, I would say, as far as the the actual roster that's going to be in Pittsburgh Yasmani Grandal, catcher, signed to a one-year, $2.5 million deer, deer, deal <laughs> with incentives to add another million, I think is what it is. Um, Highly doubt he gets that million. Well, we don't know what the incentives are. They're performance-based. I doubt he gets it. Well, right. It could just be <laughs> games-based or... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think games-based would be fair even because it's like, well, if we need you that much, we'll pay you that much, but we don't need you that much. I don't know. 2.5 just feels low for a veteran of, of, you know, of his tenure. I don't care. Like sometimes there's, there's something to be said about how long you've played. You know what I mean? I don't care how good you are. It's just like you've, you've put in the time. What's he 12 years in the league? You know what I mean? Like 2.5. It's fine, but it's just interesting that it was not like a blanket four or 5 million. I just don't know how much. I don't know how much he adds to this team. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't know. He's just never and, and I could be way off base here. I have no idea, but he just doesn't seem like a guy that's like, let me pass down some knowledge. Or I, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like that type of guy. He's always seemed kind of selfish to me. Mm. Completely off, like not completely in tune. Just it just kind of puts that gives me that vibe. But I mean, if if prove me wrong, I mean, I've been wrong before. Just prove me wrong. I'm going to root for you if you're wearing black and gold. So, you know, it's not that I can't stand the guy or anything. I just don't know that he's really worth anything right now. So, you know, obviously actions speak louder than words. His action or his words this week were, I've had my career, um, essentially, when he was asked about what he could pass on to the younger guys. And his quote was, I've had my career. I hope I can pour into theirs and help them be able to have a better career too. So uh, <laughs> I'm not, you know what I mean? Right. I don't say that right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know that I I've ever had that. a, I, just, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know that I've ever really had a vibe from him. I don't know that I've paid attention as closely to even get a vibe. I know that he's been a good major league baseball player. He's had some great years. He's had some not great years. There's holes in his game like there is just about anyone's. Um, I, I yeah, for me, I think veterans in general are a good thing. Yeah. And the question is, and maybe we'll talk. I mean, we will get into this later. Uh, the the question is what his role is because you know I'm thinking the whole time this is a great idea. Just like I said last week about Gary Sanchez and the rumors there. What a great idea to bring somebody like that in as a backup catcher rather than Ali Sanchez or even Jason DeLay. I mean, I know DeLay has things that he offers, 
But I, I still, for me, the verdict is still out, and he still has a lot to prove, especially at the plate. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot of, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of dinks yeah. and dunks, and I, I just don't know that it's it's very repeatable uh, skills. It could be to be seen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it was like there was a hot streak, and then a, you know, tapered off. But yeah. And I still like uh, he's got options. Uh, he's depth. I think it's great to have somebody like Delay in there mm-hmm. for depth. But for me, I'd rather have somebody like this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's, I don't hate deciding. I just wasn't excited. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've heard but, a lot of people like said, say that. Like I said, if he's gonna if he's gonna come in and pass down a bunch of knowledge, and if he's actually gonna put in work with Davis, and you know, like like you know, he he has obviously said. You know, I hope I can pour into theirs. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm already listening. You know, I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm 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 hoping that I'm way off base. Uh, right. It, well, yeah. Obviously. And then also, it's 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 kind of an unselfish thing to say that I've already had my career. Right. He's not even. You know, he's just hanging on. Still loves the game, I guess. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's a yeah. piece of it. I mean, that's already that's a piece starting to turn my you yeah. know opinion in my mind a little bit. So yeah. So I you know I don't I missed that one. Yeah. Um that's the only like major league signing so far. Well, no, that's not fair, but let's go into some other ones. Uh couple minor league deals, including Chase Anderson that just happened, I think, today. Um mm-hmm. Connor Sadzik, is it? I, I actually had I didn't look up uh, anything about him. Another minor league deal, along with Willie Peralta, Brent Honeywood or Honeywell. Like these are you know minor league deals. Depth is important. These are good things that need to happen. They're just mm-hmm. not they're not going to move the needle. And essentially, right. uh, these are the types of guys uh, we don't need to talk about them until we need to. You right. know what I mean? On that note, but uh, is a little in betweener. Josh Fleming was signed, left-handed pitcher. He's been with Tampa, and he gets a split deal. And <laughs> before I came on and said anything wrong, I said, "Well, I'm going to look this up." Um, I was away from my computer for a while, and so I just sent out a tweet and asked our friend Ethan about a split deal. I was like, "Hey, you got any comments on this? I believe this means that he gets a certain rate if he's." if he makes the team and a certain rate, if he doesn't. And what my question was about his 40 man spot, and this was before it was like official, official. Um, mm-hmm. But he does get a 40 man spot. So that's one of the spots. That's where Oviedo went on the uh, 60 day for this move. If he makes a team, he gets 850 K. If he doesn't, then they send him out right to AAA, and they don't have to pay that salary. There's a different salary that they've already agreed to. And then, uh, obviously, being out of options, so he he has to pass through waivers. If nobody picks him up, he has a choice to take that contract or to go back into free agency. It's essentially all it is. To me, this is it's like a it's 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 still he's taking a forty man spot right now, but it's a non guaranteed contract. Right. So if he doesn't make the team, he just it's the same thing as a essentially as a minor league deal, except he could just go all the way away and not pitch an indie. And most of these guys on minor league deals could also choose to do the same thing by a certain date. 
that mm-hmm. there's like something because they have made if they have made enough major league time, which some of these guys uh, do, like Willie Peralta, I'm sure has enough time in the league that he could probably yeah. opt out at a certain date. But I don't know that date, so I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where like if it, it you know it, it might be it might work out it might not but he's gonna get maybe a little bigger look than Brent Honeywell you know what I mean sure yeah alright so now the fake transactions do you want to go trade route <laughs> or well we'll go in order of operations here in order of the way they happened a ton of buzz this week on the Edward Cabrera stuff I don't know who starts things. I don't care who wants to be. I heard this. I heard that. We've known they've talked to the Marlins for a long time. We've mm-hmm. known that there's been conversations for most of the offseason. Some names start to come out. Edward Cabrera, Bay, Ashcraft, and and Jeb is one of the deals that was that was communicated. Nothing happened. It was confirmed that they are talking to the Marlins and it would make sense for it to be Edward Cabrera, right? (laughs) All the things that you look at, it would make sense. So where are we at? Obviously, first things first, Edward Cabrera, if that's the deal, I, I I would make that deal immediately. Yeah. I, I would, but, but, but because we're sitting here saying we would make that immediately, the Marlins are like, mm, yeah, they're thinking, right? Well, then obviously they get into spring training. One of their guys has a shoulder soreness, and it, it they they might be like, oh boy. And then mm-hmm. let's throw another wrench into it, right? And let's say, well, also, um, what was I? Oh, Bradish. For Baltimore goes down, he's gonna miss the whole year, and now all of a sudden they're calling, and they want Lazardo, right. and they've got their prospect capital is even bigger than what the Pirates have, and they have guys at the major league level right now that they could deal because Jake, are you gonna be surprised if if they make a deal from their major league roster and Jackson Holiday gets a shot right out of the gate? I know I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they just said, Jackson, you got a real shot here. We're we're mm-hmm. moving this guy. Who is it? Mateo that 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 was yeah, starting uh right. for them. Like Mateo could be one of those guys that is on his way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that would be huge. Uh and they've already said things like he's gonna get a chance to uh why can't I get to baseball reference here? that he's going to get a chance to make the team even without that trade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, Jorge Mateo, yeah, 116 games. I guess he's 28, so probably that's probably not the guy they're going to send there. I thought there was a younger guy. I'm, I'm thinking – I was thinking that's who it was, but uh, it must be somebody else. And they've already sent Ortiz out. So maybe, I don't know, Jordan Westberg, somebody like that. I don't know if he's really – I mean, they're not looking for a shortstop, right? They're looking for just infield depth, but from what we've heard. Anyway. Right. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it, it's probably going to throw a wrench into the Pirates getting Cabrera. 
whether yeah, it's the injury sure. or it's Baltimore going and picking a pitcher out there to where they say, well, we can't get rid of Cabrera now. Right. They wouldn't mind making room for Max Meyer, even though he's not, I don't know that they're ready to just throw him in there. But Cabrera's the kind of pitcher where, yeah, he's the guy they'll get rid of, but he's also a lot of control. And he, you know, Yuri Perez on an innings limit, Braxton Garrett's on the short, uh, the sore shoulder. Um, you've got obviously Lazardo, who's lights out. Alcantara is going to miss this year, or at least most of this year, from what I understand. So, like, they've mm-hmm. got a situation, but they've also got a strength there, and they've got Max Meyer on the way, and they've got so and so, and and whatever else. But, but the the word is that if Cabrera figures out the the fa- the command on the fastball or the command in general. His ceiling, actually, he's better than most of those. You know, maybe not like Alcantara, but like he could pass right. up Garrett and Lazardo and uh, maybe even Yuri Perez, although I'm not sure about that one. But basically they're saying like the ceiling is higher. The floor is lower, yeah. though. And so that would be the the, the piece of that. And, <clears throat> and you've got a question. <laughs> are the Pirates up for that challenge? Are we the <laughs> ones that are saying we're going to fix right. this young player? Because we're still waiting on some of our young players to be fixed in yeah. that sense. And and I and I will go directly to like Rowanzi and Ortiz. I, Ortiz, maybe, but certainly Rowanzi, a guy mm-hmm. that we acquired that we didn't have a hand in a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of hate for for pitching development in general for the Pirates. However, I think that the wave that's coming is going to tell what this development team is capable of with Jared Jones and Solomito and Bubba Chandler and Thomas Harrington and, you know, even then Paul Skeens, even though mm-hmm. he was mostly a finished product when he, when he came into it. So, uh, and I say mostly, there are still things. But mostly having a little bit of, uh, you know, still just winter, snow, <laughs> crappy, nasally yeah. voice. But you were saying? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Cabrera is a guy that I'd love to have, love to see that change up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm a change up guy and he's got, he's got one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought that up in a conversation earlier this week. Be like, if his change up is that good, Man, we're never going to hear the end of it from Jake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was expecting that. I Obviously, uh, I go a little bit more. I think Cabrera is that uh, is kind of a, a bigger deal. I think he does change things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could be struggle there. There's going to be risk. It's not a Chris Archer deal. I've heard people say, well, that falls apart. It'll be Chris Archer. The, the difference between... This and Chris Archer is this is a guy who you have a ton of control of. He's not a big money guy coming in with the expectation to change things, but he is a high upside guy that helps this rotation immediately. Yeah, That's a huge difference to me. Um, no yeah, options, big, so big it's big not difference. like there's a send down, anything like that. Like this is a major league pitcher and a good oh, yeah. one, a good one mm-hmm. who's dominated but just has trouble with the control. Well, I mean, essentially like uh, a a higher ceiling Johan Oviedo in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll get it done. Maybe the, the, the sore shoulder for Miami and it just depends on what they want so bad and how they want to continue to build depth. You always 
have to think about building depth. If they can get three players for one, sometimes it's worth it. And for another team who's in a situation like the Pirates, if you can deal three players to get one major league piece right now, that's also worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe they get it done. Maybe it helps this team right out of the gate. If not, we might be looking at Josh Fleming starting games. So <laughs> we'll yeah, I see. I don't know if I see that happening. So the other was uh, Domingo Herman essentially put a post up on Instagram that literally had a yellow background with a black text, and everybody said, it's a done deal. He's signing. He also followed the Pirates on Instagram. This is where we're at, dude. This is how far we're going and how hungry Pirates fans are to hear something happen that we're saying (laughs) that he followed O'Neill Cruz and the Pirates on Instagram, so he must have signed. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. It's just a little bit of a reach. It well, it it is. I, I can see where you draw where you connect dots, and that's fine. And there's a little bit of me that says, like, wow, we went nuts over this. There's also a little bit little bit of me that says, like, yeah, but like this fan base is that hungry that like I don't know. Like those those dots do connect. In ways yeah, I mean, we know do, that they but... were looking at him. We know, and as a matter of fact, the report came out that there is nothing done, but they are talking. A lot of what, uh, and we're going to get into this next, but a lot of what happens here is, or maybe not next, but a lot of what happens here is they talk to the player, they make sure he's going to be a fit, they make sure they like him. Excuse me, all mm-hmm. those things. This is a guy that you got to talk to. He had an yeah. incident just last year turning tables and whatnot in the, in the clubhouse. I mean, this is a guy you got to talk to. This is a guy that you got to say, there will be no problems if you come here. And if there are, what are we going to do about it? What kind of contract can we sign that protects us from you having an issue with, you know, in particular drinking has been his biggest issue. And I know that yeah. there's listeners out there that say, no, his biggest issue is this other thing. But that other thing happened as a result of drinking. His problem is drinking. The guy's a a lousy drunk (laughs) and he gets into a lot of trouble (laughs) when he drinks. And that's, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I I know I laughed, but that I don't say that lightheartedly. Like there are people who are crazy drunks. There are people who get in trouble, who need to stop because they, they have a problem. And Mm -hmm. that is what we're seeing with a guy like this. And I think that you can say all you want. And this is the same everywhere. Like, he went through his rehab. He did his things. People, you know, I, I believe in in chances given to people, but I think that you learn from the past. And I think there has to be something said there. This is one that I would be very cautious in. This isn't yeah. 10 years ago. This isn't five years ago. This happened last year. Yeah. So I, I'd be concerned. So anyway. Rightly so, too. Yeah. So... Whatever it is, I mean, I still think they're working stuff. I still think they're trying to acquire somebody. However, it has to happen. They're trying to do it, and um, and we'll react when they do. I, I just don't want to get caught up in. I, I love the passion. I just don't. I don't. I don't care if people continue to freak out over all of these reports. As a right. matter of fact, all it does is just perk my alert up because I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to be like, yeah, right. But I'm just going to say, all right, now I'll pay attention. 
because you never know when it when something happens and it leaked for a reason. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. However, let's uh, let's just I don't know. There, there's a there's a line between calming down and you know going ahead and running with it. <laughs> Go ahead sure. and have some fun with it. Sure. I don't yeah. care. All right. So anyway, let's let's keep moving here. Um, we want to go to like we saw that kind of stuff. You know what I want to do? I want to jump into a couple of things that were that were kind of reported this week as well. Um, and I want to go to the Sherrington stuff while we're setting records straight here. Let's just go there because that was something that was said by Sherrington. He was questioned about the offseason moves and about the things that they're trying to do and the and the the moves that they're trying to make and whether they felt like they're done and obviously said they're not. Uh, he, he, he used GM speak a lot, um, but most specifically, the complaints and the, the annoyed fans and angry fans just went with pitchforks after Ben Sherrington after Jason Mackey asked him about Trevor Bauer. And this is a topic that you and I haven't touched. <laughs> and <laughs> we're still not going to, but I'll talk about what he said. Um, uh, for us, it's it's reaction, right? And I just said that. Like, we'll react if things happen. However, yeah. uh, what he said, it, everybody got mad at because, oh, he basically said nothing. And... I, I, I tweeted this much for those of you who, who aren't on there and aren't following everything on there is why I wanted to bring this up because you probably heard the reports and read what he said and Jason Mackey did a great job asking the question. I think that it's, I mean, like, that. the, the reason that some of these questions are hard to ask is because I'm sure that, that Mackey knew the answer or at, yeah. least, or at least knew how he was going to answer, right? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to read his answer. Go read, uh, go read Jason Mackey's article if you want to see it. Follow or just check his Twitter out. He put some quotes on there from it, which is what everybody really reacted to in the first place. But I want to share, like, first off, like I'm not here to even like back him up in a sense, or to you know what I mean, like say Ben Sherrington's still great and he's awesome, and I don't, you know, it's not that. We're, I mean. It is what it is, right? We're just we're following right. along this whole thing. He said exactly what he should have said. Right. I have absolutely no beef with anything he said. And the reason is is cuz he's not allowed. <laughs> it's in the it's in this in the CBA and I'm just going to read it. Similarly, none of the I'm probably going to mess some of these up because it's legal talk and I don't do legal talk. <laughs> none of the covered parties may make comments to the media about the value of an unsigned free agent or about possible or contemplated terms for an unsigned free agent, regardless of whether discussions have occurred. Uh, the prohibitions apply equally to comments that are on and off record, as well as to comments that are provided on the condition of a non, uh, yeah, a non I sound real dumb right now. <laughs> Anonymous. Uh, yeah, essentially, right? Or yeah. published without identifying the source, uh, for like an industry source kind of a thing, right? Uh, and and they literally list things that they're not allowed to say. <laughs> it's wild. Here they are. Player yeah. X won't yeah. receive anything longer than a one-year deal. 
Like, you can't say that about a player. Right. Player X is seeking more than player Y received. You can't say that. Here's one that's really in particular, right? This is why he didn't say what he didn't say. He's not allowed to say, we are out on player X. He's not allowed to say that. <laughs> so when he said, right. hey, you can't, like, why are you out? He can't say we're out. He said, well, I can speak right. in generality. And then he goes through his whole thing. He never said whether they were in or out, and he's not allowed to. Right. Player X is worth at least Y million. Can't do that. Player X has contract offers for multiple clubs. Can't do that. We are unwilling to forfeit a draft selection to sign Player X. Can't do that. We have concerns about a physical condition of a player. Can't do that. And they're not worth more than Y million, nor should he receive a contact contract greater than Z years. So, like, these are literally, and it says, like, these are not limited to these statements, but these are the types of right. statements you're Examples, not allowed to yeah. say. That's so, crazy. <clears throat> um, here's another one. For the purposes, this is later on in the deal. For the purposes, a report of a contract offer is a report of the existence and or terms of a contract offer made by a or to a club, got it, a contract offer, and it says, in response to a media report of a contract offer, a player or representative of a player, so even an agent, or a club may offer one of the following responses. So this would be, hey, did you offer a contract to so-and-so or, you know, something about it. Uh, state that the player or club declines to comment about any negotiations between the player and club. I believe that was in his quote where he said, well, I won't speak directly to that situation, but I'll speak yeah. in general. Look, he said he's following the rules, dude. Right. Confirm right. or deny that the player and, uh, and club are engaged in discussions. He's done as much to say we are or we are not. Uh, and if they're ongoing, decline to comment about the substance of those negotiations. Not allowed. And this is just a way to, you know, say that. Uh, confirm or deny an offer has been made. So you can say, yes, an offer has been made. He's allowed to say that. But state uh, that the details provided in the story or in the inquiry are not accurate. So he's allowed to even say that. <coughs> or confirm that the offer has been made and that the details are accurate. So you're allowed to do that as well. So... You can say like, hey, did you offer a contract to Sean Mania for two years, 20 million? I, I believe he's allowed to say yes. It sounds like either way. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Either way. He basically did exactly what he was supposed to do by rule mm -hmm. or he would have been punished. Right. He's not being vague because he sucks. <laughs> he's being vague because he has <laughs> to be. Yeah. All right. A lot of us think that GM talk is something other than what it is intentional. You know, I was surprised because when I, when I was looking through this and I saw some of the stuff that you were putting on here, like I didn't know any of that. Thinking back to some of the stuff that like I've heard Brian Cashman say, like I'm surprised he was allowed to say that much. So much so as he said stuff like, yeah, Soto's a one-year thing and we'll, we'll see if we can get him after that. But we kind of know he's going to free agency. Like, yeah, and that, that's just so, these things that they say like right, that. Like, yeah, uh, like 
uh, looking through these, I was I'm actually surprised he was able to say that much. But yeah, that and that's like it's not a free agent thing though. That's true. And and That's I true. think this is based yeah. on free agency and based on like if you say some of these things you will hurt their their chances yeah. of signing a deal and and whatnot. So I think that that's the big that thing about uh about these. But yeah, it's the reason the only reason I even remember that these are there is Otani. When everybody said, "How's come nobody'll say this and this and this and this?" And it came up to say, "Well, they're not allowed." Yeah, and so that when they were talking about Otani and about what you can and can't say, I remember that this was posted. And when I heard Ben Sherrington talk about this situation and and others, I'm like, oh yeah, that that's exactly what he's he's supposed to say. Yeah, and and you know I've heard the the criticism of it being scripted, and now I'm kind of like, no, no, it is scripted, and that shouldn't mm-hmm. be criticism. <laughs> it just shouldn't. Right. Unless you want to criticize the CBA, which is fair game. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, for sure. Don't, don't let me hold you back, but just point it to the right direction. I think sometimes we just mm-hmm. want to hate and we just want to be mad. Uh, I'm just yeah. not mad about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think he's just doing his job. No, he's, he's, he's following. Yeah, he's following the rules of his job. Uh, the other thing that we heard this week, and this will move us into a lot of the things that we want to talk about uh, for the rest of this episode, which are... Most of these are really quick things, so we're just we're gonna move here, and and just kind of get through these things. But they're they're fun, a lot of fun things here. Well, this first one's a little bit question, and move into all the fun things. Okay, <laughs> Henry Davis starting in Triple A, Jake, is that a thing? Is Grandall the starter? What's the deal? Because Derek Shelton said Grandall's one of the catchers, and then the second spot is up for competition. How do you uh, how do you translate that? So I mean I know we me, you and I have both chatted about this already, mm-hmm. and we already we both have the same thoughts. So uh, I mean the the starting job is Henry Davis's to lose, kind of, in my opinion. Um, you know, Grandall's got a spot on the on the the twenty six man roster. Grandall doesn't have the the starting role. That's that's not what he's saying. He says Grandall's on his team. He ain't going. He's not going to AAA. Obviously, we're not going to do that. But is he going to be the starter? Or is he going to be the backup? That's up to Henry Davis. It's going to take a lot for say Jason Delay to come out of spring training and be the starter. Yeah. However, if Jason Delay impresses. And Henry Davis isn't doing well and doesn't look as good, which, I mean, dude looks like a tank already. Let's just start there. It's literally next on our list. (laughs) 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 But, um, you know, if if, if Davis isn't the starter, he's going to get a triple A. Is is how I feel. Do you think that's the right move? (sighs) Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good question. And I, I don't think it's the wrong move. Um, I, I just, if he still needs some work at catching, then he still needs some work at catching. This isn't the year that we get the luxury of him coming up and playing him in right field or letting him DH or he's going to have to catch. Okay. We, what about, uh, what about if it's, if it is catching, what if he's hitting? What if he's raking? Then you then if he's raking, he he's got the job. 
And then you just he's going to be the starter. <clears throat> if he's going to learn how to catch and he's hitting, he can learn how to catch at the major league level. Yeah, absolutely. that's where I'm at. Yeah, I I don't care how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm he doesn't there. catch Mitch I'm, Keller. If he goes to you know AAA, I mean? is he, he a bust? No, because <laughs> that's no. what's going to be said. I, I don't think that, and I, and he's too young to be called a bust yet. I mean, it, it, he's in twenty two. Well, I, yeah, you, well, you could say what you want about age. I, 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 it to me, it's not age; it's about experience. Um, because he is twenty four, he was a senior. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, this yeah, is a college senior, guy, right. so age is not as far as that kind of stuff goes. Age is not on his side, right? So you're looking at a guy who is, you know, he's twenty four. His birthday's in September, so he turns twenty five this season. So age is not the thing, right? But the fact right. that this guy right. was drafted at, at 22 is the other piece of that. You know what I mean? Like this guy was basically right. of age, and he was drafted as a hitter. <laughs> and really, I mean, isn't that bizarre to say, right? But he was a quote-unquote catcher because you have to list the position, but he was there because he hits. And he's mm-hmm. done that at every level. He, Hitting-wise, like it, he's just going to go to AAA and hit. Right. And so there's nothing more. Like, he needs to learn how to hit Major League Pitching. Mm-hmm. I think sending him down almost just prolongs that. Yeah. And so I'm kind of at a place where unless he's unless he's literally not hitting and they know why, he needs to keep seeing Major League Pitching. Yeah, I agree. And that's, why I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it would be – but I still wouldn't consider him a bust. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no! That was a, that, uh, that I think was. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. I moved on from that. Just I'm just saying, people are going to say he's a bust already. People already think he's a bust. I, I just don't know how you get there that fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just so fast. To me, like any draft pick that you have, any draft pick, and we've talked about this before. If you draft him, the goal is that he becomes a major leaguer. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're one one. One one to me does not change whether or not. Like, whether, well, if you're 1-1, though, you need to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, no, that actually doesn't happen all the time. Actually, rarely right. happens. Right. You know what I mean? So There's, what, two or three of them? 1-1 is he should be a major leaguer. He should be yeah. an everyday major leaguer. He should have a major league career. Mm-hmm. Really, anybody you draft in the first half of the first round, success means they made it to the majors and stayed there. Anyone else drafted after the first 15 picks in the draft, maybe 20, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about the number until this moment. Right. (laughs) Is like, hope they make it to the majors. Mm -hmm. But those early picks, it's, no, 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 like we have an early pick. We'd like to be able to see somebody have a major league career. That's your success. There is no, well, if he's not a four-time all-star, he's a bust. Get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> if he's able to stay in the major leagues, he's he was worth a draft pick. It's yeah. hard to get yeah. to the major leagues. That's the elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. And that includes guys like Austin Hedges somehow. Somehow. <laughs> because they have some kind of skill that's worthy of, of teams still giving him a contract. Right. I don't even know why I went there, but... I don't either. I went there. Is he... Li- <laughs> like, it's so funny for Pirates fans, like, because I... We've had guys like Josh Van Meter and Kai Tom and mm-hmm. Dustin Fowler. 
and yet we consider Austin Hedges as the worst baseball player <laughs> who actually has a serviceable <laughs> skill and we're sitting here we we we're more mad about him than we are uh, maybe it's just time makes us forget some of those other guys but but yeah i mean no he's 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 already made it to the majors he's earned his way there it's not like it was just given it to him because the pirates stink he earned it right. there with his bat the other piece of this is you know the anger of how they've treated him i'm just not going to go there like or how the how the development they treated the development of him like i mean he's a hitter he's they've always worked on his catching they didn't think he was good enough to catch in the majors they had other catchers so they went with Andy. Andy's not there. I think it just. I think. I think this needs to be like, hey, you either become a catcher this year or you have to learn another position. Yeah. That's the way I, that. That's the way I'd treat this season. In that sense, he looks huge. Yeah. That was it. I, yeah, I mean, broke a windshield already. The, yeah, that's what you're gonna say. Video of him yeah. running and. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Dude's quick for a catcher. He's quick. I'm. I'm just kind of not. Uh, um, what's the word? Not worried about it. But I'm hoping it doesn't slow him down much. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like what speed, is it? It's I feel like, like it's like ten, fifteen pounds of muscle. Yeah, that's a lot in an off season. That's a lot. It might be ten, but still. Yeah. The idea is. And, and maybe I'll get your take on this because we're going to talk about a couple other guys. I mean, what what is the size guys we want to talk about? Well, let's, let's go straight to that. Araldus Chapman's huge. What a monster. He's a monster, yeah. Also, like, maybe this is coping. I'll say that. Maybe it's coping. <laughs> he kind of looks good in pirate stuff. Yeah. Then again, we have the best colorway, best unis in baseball, so everyone looks good in pirate stuff. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just biased, but anyway, Rowdy Telez does not look as big as I remember. No, is he's... is black thinning? What's the what's the Jim Gaffigan joke where they say, "Oh, you look thin. Have you lost weight?" He's like, "I'm homeless and I'm wearing a garbage bag." <laughs> well, you look thin. <laughs> <laughs> is it the is it the black or is he thinner? I mean, I mean, uh, it's quite. I mean, he look, sure does look thinner. Pilates. Um, Right, we've seen him on uh, foul territory he's, talking about Pilates. You think that that's that that you know? He's still a big, broad dude, man. Like it's not it's not like he's lost a ton of weight. His weight just looks better. Okay. What? Anything there? I mean, so let's talk about this in general because we've just talked about two guys. Um. You, you, you know, we always make the jokes about he's the best shape of his life, best shape of his life. You've got one guy getting thinner, one guy getting thicker. Which would you prefer coming into spring training? But you're, okay, so you're you're talking about two different people. Though. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like that's true. Rowdy Telez, I'd rather him come in looking thinner. That's fair. <laughs> you know, he put on a lot of weight in Milwaukee, and, and you know, he he went through some hitting struggles. Uh, who was it? He was talking about something. He's like, well, I actually wasn't fat then. Like, yeah, yeah. Foul territory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it's just, he's probably baseball shape. He's in much better spot where he is right now than he yeah. was a year ago when he okay. was having all struggles. So, 
yes, I have not seen him, but you know, that still image of him deforming a baseball. Um, that's really all I've seen of him other than walking past the camera. Yeah, you saw him walking past but I'm the already, camera. But I'm already kind of excited about this signing. Like, dude could possibly have a big bounce back here. If he's in shape, you feel like maybe there's a little uh he's healthy. got something to prove, he's healthy. Sure. I mean, we're not, you know, not going all the way out there. I'm not calling for it. Yeah. I'm just saying so, he, he's got my interest now. One of the reasons I bring this up is because I feel like it's been kind of a thing in the past where people come into spring training with some added weight intentionally. This has been a thing. And less than like Henry Davis coming in looking like he can now lift a pickup truck over his head. But <laughs> it, it's it's the idea that like this is a long season. And I guarantee you most every player mm-hmm. goes home in October, weighing at least five pounds less than what they showed up in spring, at least. And I'm talking about thin guys and thicker guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard as much, I've heard as much as some guys saying that they lost 15, 20 pounds during the season because it's nonstop. Anybody who says baseball yeah. isn't physical, go talk to that guy. Yeah. Who has to like, put on weight every offseason so that he can get through it. Like these guys, it's physical. This is difficult. Yeah. And these guys are eating huge meals, steak dinners every night. Steak's not fatty necessarily unless you're, you know what I mean, it's typically lean. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, protein. They're wise. eating well is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And they're still like because of the grind, because of the length of the season, because of how often they play – they're still dropping a lot of weight. So there's part of yeah. me that's like, I'd rather you come in a little a little heavier, a little meatier. We'll, we'll get that off you. That's fair. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Henry Davis ain't going to look like that in October. He just won't. Mm-hmm. We won't notice it because we'll see it happen right. over the summer. So, so, yeah. But right. that's, you know, we've seen that a lot. Uh, a couple other things here before we wrap it up. Uh, Rohanzi's gotten more praise than concern so far. Mackey's got an article out there about a conversation he had with him where he said he was trying to do too much. Um, sure, that's one thing. And that was a reaction to his velocity dip. He said, mm-hmm. once the velocity was down, I tried to overdo it. Okay, I'm listening. I'm really watching Rohanzi. He's a big one for me. Because he could change what yeah. this rotation is. Uh, yeah. Or he could just, you know, keep it where we've been concerned about it. Mitch right. Keller, impressed so far. A couple live AB striking out some guys who have high strikeout rates. However, it was very clear from the reports that, you know, Mitch Keller looked good. It wasn't just guys striking out. Yeah. Not to mention what, their first time what, getting what in what the... What did say? Mackey, I do believe, I believe he said really, really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, Mitch Keller, the only guy that we're sitting here saying we're relying on, and then a couple of us in the back of our head said, if we had a full rotation, would we even be, like, not talking about Keller? I feel like we would say, like, well, let's hope he can put a full season in there, right? But we're not saying that right. because, the, because the rotation's in shambles. And so, you know, we haven't been concerned. Good to see him show up and say... No, you're good. You don't have to think about it. Right, right. That's a good thing. 
That's a good thing. And, you know, you got to look for these things. You got to look for the silver linings when you're talking about all these problems. You know what I'm saying? O'Neill mm-hmm. Cruz looks good, looks healthy from what yeah. we've seen so far. Fielding ground balls, swinging the bat, all that stuff. I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen Running. a lot of things. They're great. What's that? Running. Running. Sprinting. Yep, sprinting. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Um, extension season, I know everybody's kind of upset that they haven't talked to Mitch Keller. That's kind of a business as usual. Extension season is spring training. That's pretty normal for most teams. It's when they talk extensions. Uh, no different in in Pittsburgh. Uh, obviously, we've seen Hayes and Reynolds both. All their negotiations really skyrocketed in spring training, and so just worked out a few differences after that. But yeah, uh, Mitch Keller. I'm thinking as we're on that, Mitch Keller probably top of that list, right? Do you think yet? Mm-hmm. Do you need yeah. to see a full season? You ready to go? Oh, I'm ready to extend him. It's not that long. You're talking about like a four-year deal now. You know what I mean? He's, what, three years from free agency? So you're four or five years. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Buy out his arbitration, tack on a couple extra years, maybe throw in an option or something. Yep. Any interest in O'Neill Cruz, Jack Swinsky, David Bednar, or some sneaky – I looked at the roster. If you have somebody else, I'd be real surprised. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would uh, obviously entertain talking to all three of those guys. Uh, you just, you just don't know. Like, if you can, if you can buy out their arb years and and not have to go through that process, yeah. What's it worth it? You know what I mean? What's it worth it to do it? If you buy out their arb years, it's really not an extension. I mean, they'll call it that probably, but you know, for these guys. Are you gonna go into free agency? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you take a year or two of free agency, what's it worth? And so that that's kind of where it goes. I mean, Jack Swinsky would be interesting. I feel like he's about to break out. He might not. I feel like because of that, there's like a fair amount that you could pay him that's not I don't think you're getting an O'Neill Cruz deal that's that's a really affordable contract. Right. You're that's gonna true. pay for O'Neill Cruz. And I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But, right. I mean, he hasn't even played 100 games yet. So there's a little bit of that that makes you say, like, well, let's maybe <laughs> make sure that the power yeah. shows up more than the strikeouts do. Let's make sure that he's going to play defense. Uh, Jack Swinsky, I feel like you kind of know what you're going to get. There's only really improvement he can make. But if he ends up being a guy who strikes out a lot and hits you 20 homers, I feel like there's a baseline for that. And you probably could get an extension done kind of like a – even like think about like a Jose Tabata type extension when they signed him to like a six year deal for like no, the money's not the same, Jake. He's got right, power. Right. Tabata didn't, but like I forget what his deal was. I don't know in the thirties, twenties or thirties, something, something like, like that. that yeah. Maybe maybe forties, but I don't think so. I think that I was Marte. I don't think it was that high? Marte, maybe I don't know. But anyway, you know what? I'm gonna look up the Tabata deal. Uh, contract. 2011, 37. That's what I thought. It was in the 30s. And so, like, I mean, that's, so what is that today? I don't know. Like, are you signing Sawinski to, like, a 40, 50, somewhere, you know, like, upper 40s? Is it is it that big yeah. of a difference? I mean, because, I mean, that, you know, that wasn't terrible money. You know what I mean? Um, And right. it was... 
It doesn't have a six-year deal, but it also had options for 17, 18, and 19, so for like a few extra. Um, and those numbers are much lower than they would be per year uh, for Sawinski. But I, I really think you could get a deal, in a sense, for Sawinski and have those like option years be some pretty you know, bigger numbers. And, I mean, he could blow up and make that a really good signing, but also yeah. he could you know, maybe not and make it like a Gregory Polanco type thing, which right. I don't, I don't think so because the defense is better. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think it ever gets that yeah. to that point. And also Polanco's thing was injuries. I think if Polanco would have mm-hmm. played through that, it would have been underwhelming, but it still would have been fine. His yeah. injuries, the fact that he wasn't on the field is what made that contract so bad to me. I mean, I think you pay a player to be on the field first. Right. Production right. second, um, in a way, like right, you know what I'm saying. And I guess I'm, what I'm yeah, saying is like you have a you rate. Can't do, you can't produce right. If you're not on the field. The first thing you do is pay. Like you say, here's your salary. Right. You're not gonna you're not gonna take a job unless they're paying you. You get paid for your time. Production comes second, and then you decide. Well, you're not getting a raise. You know what I mean? Because right. you're not producing. Right. I mean, just think about your job. Much different structure, but <clears throat> you get the point. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. It'd be interesting. Bednar is a reliever that makes it tough. You've got a couple guys in your bullpen right now who maybe could take that. Uh, thinking of Majinski, thinking of maybe even Holderman, who still, even though his age, has a lot of control. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to buy out his arbitration and not go to arbitration with David Bednar. Yeah. But I also wouldn't mind if they honored his free agency. If that's if yeah. that's what they needed to do, right? It all depends on the conversations they have with him, but just the fact that like relievers are really tough to sign to long year deals, right? Right. They, they just are. You know, what I mean, that's just the nature of it. But I don't know. My guess is it's Keller, and it's probably Keller or nobody. But it's an interesting that's exercise fair. to go through. Um, not a whole lot of time here. We're we're running over. Um, there's just nothing left to say about the second base competition. And in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about what this outfield's going to look like. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. And I know that, like I said, I know that we planned on talking about these types of things this week, but then we watched things happen and we got news and it was like, hey, maybe it's worth it to actually talk about the things that we can see instead of projecting ahead, right? You know, and that's just kind right. of what we like right. to do anyway, other than we like to do our picks and that... <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, I, I think that the stuff that's the stuff that we're seeing and the stuff that is is here, I think that's those are the things we want to talk about. Those are things mm-hmm. that you just want to hear us talk about. You don't want to hear right. our guesses on what this outfield's going to look like. Let's see some of the players show up first, and then we'll see. Let's see what Pla- yeah. let's see what Palacios looks like when he shows up. He might be there, right? Let's see what he looks like when we start seeing him, right? Let's mm-hmm. see what we don't even know anything. Uh, you know, we don't even know anything about all of ours yet. Let's see him. Yeah. Let's see what he looks like. Let's see. I don't know. Connor, Joe, we kind of get Triolo. We're going to talk about what's Bay look like this year. Is he going to stop trying to hit the moon with the ball? Is he going to slap it around? Is he going to go backside on his first AB? (laughs) (laughs) What's Nick Gonzalez going to do? That's a big one for me. Yeah. To me, that second base job is between Peguero and Gonzalez. And then yeah. everybody else is still involved. 
because neither one of those two have taken it. But what if they show up? And what if what if Pagero's hitting bombs? By the way, anybody who says Pagero looks chubby, get out of here. What do you? Th- <laughs> My goodness, the guy's a tank. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have. Is that all you have? I'm gonna play some music. Let's get ourselves out of here. Yeah, I don't really have much to add. It's you know gonna be 80 degrees and when we get down. So, dude, I'm so excited. So we've Just got one more recording right before we head down. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll talk more about that next week. But um, real excited. Real yeah. excited to go down there. Yeah. Let's go, Bucks. Sure. Yeah. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go Bucks.